Brandenburg, man, it's like it's, it's, it's a beautiful day. We got sunshine in the air, bro. I'm, I'm an official lector. Can you believe that, bro? I believe it. I believe it. Brother Vinny has been lecturized. I've been lecturized, man. Yeah. <laughs> so yesterday on the Feast of P.O., oh, yeah. I was installed uh, as an official lector. Yeah. I was, uh, yeah, along with, with Alex, um, Jordan, and Luke. Oh, super happy, super pumped about that, man. Yes. Capuchin brothers are moving their way up. Yeah, because once you get lecture, then acolyte, then deacon, then priest. That's good, bro. I'm catching up to you, bro. You better watch that. <laughs> You're climbing the ladder, man. That's right. The Lord's pulling you up. <laughs> pulling us up, man. Yeah, so so people don't know there's like uh there's a lot of steps towards the priesthood, but there's like four official steps. There's two ministries and then two ordinations for the priesthood. So the two ministries are lector and acolyte, and the two ordinations are deacon and priesthood. So many of the brothers in San Antonio just went through lector, and one brother went through lector and acolyte. So Lector and acolyte. Y'all are working your way up. That's great, man. Congratulations. On the Feast of Pio, too, man. That's pretty memorable. Yeah, that was a special time. So. But we want to welcome our listeners. Thank y'all for joining us. This is the Brother Hut, episode 25. That brother's name is Brother Brandon Berg. What's up, man? Hello, everybody. That brother's name is Vincent Mary Carrasco, and we are glad to be with y'all. Thanks for tuning in. For tuning in, man. It's been fun. So, but bro, I, yeah, it's just cool to be a lector. Yeah. Like officially, you know, being able to preach the word of God. Yeah. I know the feeling, man. Yeah. The word of God, proclaim the word of God. Oh, yeah. But I, yeah, I saw Artemio at the reception and he was like, He's like Benito, you know you're gonna, <laughs> nice. you know you're gonna preach the word, you know it's, you have to, you are you are, you are authorized to preach the word. And I was like, that's right, bro. You gonna ask me a question? I'm gonna talk about the truth, talk about the Lord Jesus. Watch out, bro. No. <laughs> that's right. Very cool. So speaking of preaching, this uh, I'm at a, I'm here in Denver, Colorado, uh, having the best day ever, every day, blessed beyond belief. But uh, you know we're doing the live streaming from our weekend masses. Yeah. At Annunciation Catholic Parish here, and this last uh, Sunday, the nine thirty mass had one thousand four hundred views on Facebook. Dang! So, like, I don't know if there was some kind of like robot that got a bunch of views, or like if just a bunch of people shared it or whatever. But like, it went like out of control. I don't know where all these people—if they were in Mexico or if they were in North Carolina, whatever—but. Yeah, we got a ton of views. So that was my first, uh, this last Sunday was my first weekend homily in Spanish. So wow, I don't know if everybody heard. They just wanted to tune in, tune in for a good laugh and watch the gringo try and watch preach the gringo Spanish or whatever. But, like, yeah, I but tuned yeah, in was, for uh... a little bit, bro. I tuned in for a little bit, clicked on <laughs> yeah. the link. I was like, ah, I don't, I'm not liking what I'm hearing. I got to click out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, no, actually, that that was a tough gospel last week. Like this, uh, you know, the generous uh, vine keeper who pays everybody the same wage. Oh yeah, no matter if they show up at six a.m. or five p.m. So I think I did it some justice, but yeah, it was a it was a tough one. I struggled to get a clear message, but yeah, what did you talk about? 
Uh, I talked about. Um, I forgot. I remember. <laughs> yeah, no, like, but my favorite part was like I said, like if you've been, because the you know the guy goes out like at six a.m., nine a.m., noon, three p.m., then he goes out again at five p.m. and like hires workers to come work for one hour, mm -hmm. and then gives them the full day's wage. You know, I was like, if you've been waiting for somebody to hire you, I was like. Akia Stoy, like here I am, like you're hired, like let's get to work. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. So, that was I like, like how you said. I was like my best. That was my. I favorite like how you part. said it's your favorite part. It's like it makes sense. Like I, you know, you're 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 like preparing this homily as a priest, you know, and it's like that's my favorite. That's like my that's that's my line. That's my favorite right. line. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> for me, that was like the that was like the kicker. Like, if you've been uh, sitting around waiting for someone to call you to work, like here I am, let's get to work. I was like, we need parents who teach the kids their faith. You know, we need families mm. who practice the church's you know sexual teachings. We need uh, helpers at the church. You know, all this stuff. So, preach it. There bro. was one uh, one mom came up to me after one mom came up to me afterwards, and she's like, you know, how do I get my son involved in religious education he hasn't baptized and we're gonna try and come every week so sweet man yeah i think her heart her heart was touched a little bit by the grace of god so that's awesome man you don't fire it up bro scheme. yeah it was it's cool it's cool feeling <laughs> but um yeah it's a lot it's been a lot of things have been fearful like uh just like yeah hearing confessions has been like amazing and like frightening all at the same time like it's just so like i've realized how important like i always knew priesthood was important but like it's just become more apparent to me that like you know this is like people's eternal salvation is like at risk yeah. like based on what i do or what i say or how i do or how i say what i say so it's like mm -hmm. man so i got a little a little funny story about that too is uh i got a new uh priest to go to confession to here in uh denver and so i went uh oh that sounds I so i went three weeks ago and my uh my penance was uh <laughs> say one hail mary that's it <laughs> and then i went yep and then i went to and then i went two weeks ago and my penance was read a 250 page book in three weeks what? <laughs> wait it's the same guy yeah. Okay. Wait a minute. Just yeah, one week so, later. Yeah, wait, hold on. I know. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> and then I went back. I went back this week, and we just laughed about. It. <laughs> He's like, "I never give more. I never give anyone more than three Hail Marys." Like, I'm so sorry. I was like, "No, it's cool. It's a really good book, and it's really it's inspiring." A good book. Me, so. Wait, you actually read yeah. it? <laughs> you actually did your penance, bro? Uh, what? <laughs> well, I, I I haven't finished it yet. I've only read. Uh, let me see exactly how many pages it is. 250 pages, yeah. And I'm on page, uh, I think I read more than that. I think I'm on page 80, no, 91. Wow. I read about 100 pages, I think, so. Bro, that's bizarre. You it's, know, uh, wait, well, because, like, yeah. my question is what, like, as a, <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> how do you, how do yeah. you make, like, as a priest, how do you decide, all right, yeah. this is the penance for this person at this specific time, this specific, yeah. you know, answer, here it is, this is the penance. How do you decide that, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It just sort of comes, <laughs> it seems like, right? It just seems like, all right. 
I guess so, yeah. I, I, I actually stole this priest. Like, I stole my confessor's penance. I've been asking people to pray one Hail Mary. <laughs> yeah. So, That's but yeah, crazy. I went from one Hail Mary to a 250 page book in one week. So, but he gave me three weeks to read it. So, I, I still got more time to finish. So, that's good. I, I'll take. It's been really inspirational. Like, it's been really inspirational. Like about the seriousness of the priesthood and about, like, I guess you know, like I knew I had to like work hard and save my own soul. Like, ordination is no guarantee at salvation. You know, like there's a lot of work yeah, to yeah. do and like a lot of holiness to be striven for. Um, so it's a Saint Alphonsus Liguori, mm. uh, dignity and duty of the priest. Oh. So yeah, it's super, it's powerful. It's actually kind of scary, but like in a good way. Like it's very inspirational. Like the holiness. So it's been a big help already. Just in just in the, last... the one week I've been reading it. So that's cool, man. But that was my funny story because like later on that day I was like, wait, last week I had to say one Hail Mary. This week I have to read a two hundred fifty page. <laughs> so dang bro yeah. yeah that's great bro i have a funny story too actually that happened so uh, yeah i mean if, if, if for those of y'all that don't know brandon and i are different cities right now so he's assigned in denver and i'm i'm here in san antonio and so yeah. but bro yeah i had this funny sort of i was just like i had to laugh at myself so i'm getting we're getting ready for the stigmata of saint francis as you you guys know is on mm. us we celebrated on September seventeenth, um, right, a couple of days after the exaltation of the cross, and so I was all pumped up, you know, like all right, I gotta, I'm gonna make a booklet, you know, we're gonna have like some chant intonements, we're gonna chant the yeah, yeah, yeah. of the hours, you know, do the the you know everything chanted, you know, so I I had this idea, I'm gonna make this yeah. book, put everything, make it you know make it nice, uh -huh. whatever, do the practice for the psalms, all that, sure, sure, you know. And so, like, cool. I started, like, four days before, you know, uh -huh. and I, I emailed um Brother uh, Damien, who's a Benedictine monk in Oklahoma. Uh, he's, like, one of their music okay. guys. And I emailed him. I was like, bro, send me some, some of your chant intonements. You know, I'm tr I'm going to I'm gonna make this booklet. Uh, okay. my idea, yada, yada. You know, so he gets back with me, like, that next uh -huh. day was like, yeah, sure. Like, you know, I'll send you some some uh, chants, whatever that you can use. It'll be print ready, whatever. And I said, all right, cool, perfect. And so I was getting everything ready, typed up the whole thing, you know, colored it, everything, you know, you know how it's got, uh, was got the Psalms in black and like the description in red, there's some mm. red, you know, and I did mm -hmm. everything, bro. I did like in the detail, practice all the, all the, the Psalms and put the black, you know, with the underline where we would change okay. or all that. And so we get to, probably like the night before <laughs> you know and i already i have okay. all the intonements i have everything ready and i'm 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 plugging it all in you know cutting and pasting and moving things around whatever and so and i and i told the brothers when i went to when when they went to sleep i was like i'm gonna have this ready i'll have it printed in the morning you know like i'll take like i was like i'll i'll lead the 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 i'll be prayer leader that in the morning you know don't worry about it i'll do it i'll uh, take care of it whatever. okay and so and he's like all right yeah cool <laughs> Like you know, good night. And so, I was plugging the to the printer because at this point I'm print ready. I'm ready to like get get this thing printed on paper, you know. And uh, yep. at least I thought. 
<laughs> so I go to the printer, plug it all in, you know, start printing. But like for some reason, everything just switched. Like there's a big problem with the formatting. Like I was trying to make a booklet and like, uh... you know, I, it didn't click that when you fold the page and I was like that first page is now the end and, you know, all this other stuff. You know what I'm so I had uh, yeah. to switch everything. And I was doing it. I was getting all pissed, you know. Uh, I was like, yeah, just getting all mad, yeah. frustrated and everything. And, you know, I looked at my watch, and it was probably like 4 in the morning. And I'm like, what? Like, this, I was like, this is ridiculous. Dang. Like, I'm not doing this no more. <laughs> like, forget that. I give up. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Like, I gotta be I'm like, like the hour. devil won on this one, man. I'm not doing this no more. Forget that. No, we're not chatting in the morning. So I went to sleep. Like just, I just threw That's everything right. on the floor. Like just pissed, and I went to bed. Woke up about an hour later for prayer. <laughs> yeah, and then you know the brothers are looking at me like, "What are we doing?" You know, we're in prayer. I'm just like, just, just go, just start it. Like, you know, I got nothing. <laughs> I'm sorry, Holy Father Francis. Like, I'm sorry. All right. But it's funny, bro. I just laughing at myself, you know. So a lot of times, oh, yeah, we man. have this huge grand plan idea, and it's like, yeah, yeah it, it doesn't turn out the way we want it. And so, yeah, it's just, you know, you, all you gotta do is laugh. But yeah, but yeah, man. Well, that reminds me of uh, last week's gospel: "The last shall be first, and the first shall be last." And yeah, sometimes things just don't work out the way you think they're right. going to work out. So, yeah, sometimes we need that humility, but. Oh, yeah, I think that's what it was. <laughs> well, yeah, well, that that's not yeah, that's not quite a, a drastic situation. I mean, I guess in the moment, sure, it felt pretty frustrating. But, uh, yeah, I think this week we wanted to talk about, like, uh, you know, people that are going through a difficult situation or maybe have suffered some kind of like uh trauma recently, you know, whatever it may be, whether it's like an ongoing trauma from like maybe losing your job or maybe it's kind of a one-time trauma, maybe someone in your family has recently been sick or has died or something, but um you know, it was kind of brought on by my own like um you know, moving into this full-time like priestly ministry yeah. has been like I think trauma is probably too strong of a word, but it's been yeah fearful and shocking and eye opening, and I've just kind of like re readjusting my whole outlook on myself and on life. And then um, recently, you know, one of our buildings here in Denver, Colorado, was uh, vandalized and possibly uh, sacrilegious activities, uh, like some of our relics yeah. were stolen from our relic room here in Denver and um, yeah, actually not that much other stuff was stolen. So like it could have been worse, but all the friars, you know, were like this thief uh, went through everybody's car in the garage and stole some tools that belonged to one of the brothers and went through the administration building what? and tore up people's desks it, and things. So it was oh pretty, man, bro. pretty traumatic. I didn't realize and, it was uh, all that. Cause I had heard about, you know, this guy going in yeah. and, stealing relics and then apparently like yeah through them like scatter them all over the parking lot or something or yeah i mean 
we're not quite sure. It's like he wanted to make off with more of them, but then something scared him, so he kind of just huh. eventually took off yeah. with whatever he had in his hands, kind of thing. Again. So, for sure, yeah, it's hard to know the details, but yeah, just um, you know, a few people I've met recently in ministry, and um, just yeah, just a lot of a lot of life going on, and life can be very uh, can be disappointing and can be traumatic, whatever. So. Um, yeah, that's kind of where my thoughts have been this last week. And then just some, uh, we just wanted to go through some kind of like quick, um, like physical and spiritual, um, suggestions, advice, you know, tips or whatever, like just to deal with the trauma or to yeah. kind of get through like an ongoing stress. Um, and actually the first one, I, uh, the first one like here is, uh, is get moving, you know, so exercise, you know, get into a rhythm, you know, use your body to, to, to feel good, you know, doing something else than, than, you know, yeah. just thinking about the traumatic experience. And, uh, actually this has helped me the last, uh, I guess it's three or four days now I've been, uh, you know, trying to put in at least a half hour, uh, of movement and then 15 or 20 minutes of, um, Ooh. some weight lifting or weight moving. <laughs> and yeah, man, the days the you know the days where i where i'm active like i feel better throughout the whole day and it's like why don't you know why don't i always do this because i always feel better when it's over so there's just uh there's a lot of power uh the human body's power to yeah. to make yourself feel better i think you know exercise releases endorphins and just makes your brain work better and just gets your whole body feeling better and uh one of the things too that's been personal for me is like uh, I mean, I, yeah, I'm really enjoying like celebrating mass, but it's, uh, it's frightening <laughs> and I'll get like, <sighs> like, you know, when it's getting close to time and I look at the clock, and there's like six minutes left and I got to light the candles and I got to put the microphone on and I got to get this out. I'm just like, <gasps> but I've also realized like, like part of that anxiety, I mean, it is my anxiety, <laughs> but it's also like being out of shape. <laughs> like, <laughs> so it's like, I, <laughs> I've realized, like, uh, I'll, I'll feel less so stressful. So the spiritual, let me, let, let me. So you, you'll do the so, uh, do the human parts, and I'll yeah. do the the spiritual. So I, I think, I mean, it, it reminded me yeah. of you know just just like there you go. that that sense of out of breath, you know, that sense of being sort of not with it. It reminded me of just how necessary mm -hmm. how necessary it is, you know, when we're talking about getting, you know, staying active stay moving I, I think of uh you mm -hmm. know from saint paul the writings and to his letter uh in his letter to the thessalonians when he says pray unceasingly you know like pray always almost like this sense of like you know stay active man stay stay with it stay mm -hmm. on point in mm -hmm. your prayer life you know this sense of like it's it, prayers yeah. yeah it should be something yeah that sort of animates your life and it should be something that sort of you know keeps you uh keeps you moving forward keeps you moving on and i and i yeah i i think that when we're talking about a coping me mechanism um you know getting moving and exercise um is very important but also you know staying on point in your spiritual life too through prayer um yeah just and he says pray unceasingly so that's what I thought of. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. 
Yeah. Yeah. Keep moving physically. Keep moving spiritually. That's key. Awesome. So the next tip, um, coping mechanism tip for healing trauma or just dealing with life on a daily basis is don't isolate, you know, so it can be natural. I think, you know, if, if there is a trauma to kind of close in upon ourselves and just, uh, kind of think about it or mull Mm -hmm. over it and just kind of let it brew up inside of us. But, um, you know, the, the way to get out of that is to, you know, call somebody on the phone or uh, just connect with one of your neighbors or somebody in your family, ask for support, you know, find some kind of, you know, safe social activity that you can be involved in. And then, uh, you know, another tip for that is like uh, volunteering, because when you volunteer for something, you know, you, it gets you out of yourself. And it puts you in a new situation and there's usually other people uh, either leading the volunteering or also volunteering at the same time and place. So it can be a very, uh, it can be a very fulfilling experience to go through with that. And I know uh, that was helping me like uh, uh, last uh, spring when I, when, when I, uh, brother Brandon was in San Antonio uh, when the coronavirus first hit. You know, there was that picture in the San Antonio News Express about Uh all those cars like lined up for the food bank. And I was like, oh, man, I was like, a lot of people are like struggling big time. And so it took me a couple of weeks because I'm slow. But uh, I started volunteering with the food bank. And, you know, once a week I'd go to one of these mega distributions and like there'd be 150 volunteers. And it's just kind of like this really good feeling. And you get to like directly put food into people's cars and help them you know through some of their trauma or their hard times so you know definitely not isolating and volunteering can be uh, a great help to get through any kind of struggles or traumas or hard times right i think it's just i mean just like the communication part too like that it's for me it's Mm. like you know because I guess like when, 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 like if I'm around people or if I'm around like some of the brothers, you know, that sense, I could tell there's a huge difference between like that day when I'm just been in my room all day, like studying or whatever, reading, for example, uh, between that. And then like the day when like I'm spending time with the brother all day, like we've been working all day, like we're just like enjoying ourselves. Like we're just around each other talking. Like to me, there's a big difference, you know, like it just, you just feel like, you know, I mean, philosophically, we're like natural, we're, yeah. we're communicators. We're like naturally born to be in community, to live in community, to, you know, mm. share and to be, you know, friendships and all, relationships, all these different things, you know what I mean? And I think of um, like in our constitutions, it talks about yeah. how like a sense of community, a sense of brotherhood, um, like helps cultivate a conversion of heart you know as you're spending time with one another you know so like but I, I mean, yeah and i guess spiritually like mm-hmm. uh cool that's what we're we're made for like we're made to be with people we're made to be around people and not 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 you know not not alone and certainly Amen. you know uh spiritually if we are going through any type of trauma like i think a, a good consolation would be that you know we're not we're not alone in that regard, you know what I mean? So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know, that's made me think too about, um, like the disciples, uh, 
you know, especially uh, Peter. So, you know, they're with Jesus for these years and then comes to his crucifixion. And, you know, Peter mm-hmm. especially denies him, you know, to people's face. And then, you know, like they, they basically all abandon him at the crucifixion. And then, he, you know, and then Jesus <laughs> rises and, you know, they're out fishing and like the Lord comes to them. You know, it was like, come over to the seashore like I'm here, whatever. And like, you know, how easy for Peter to like to turn away from that, you know, mm. when the Lord, you know, brings him to the yeah. shore and says, do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? You know, and like, I know myself, you know, sometimes if there's been like a traumatic thing, you know, especially if it's something like I've done, like it can be very difficult to like to receive love, you know, after that experience. And I think something about, yeah, like you were saying about being with the brothers or being with your friends or your family or just, you know, with a group of volunteers who you may not even know any of, but there's like, sure. you know, somehow you get to receive love in that situation and give love. So definitely a spiritual component to, to all of that. So. Bro, that's my favorite uh, scripture. That's my favorite awesome. scripture passing when Jesus is, is like, it? yeah, come have breakfast, you know, like come and eat. Like just that, it's just that whole, <laughs> that right. whole dialogue yeah. between him and Peter. Like I could just imagine that going down, you know what I mean? Like I just the fish and like the campfire on the beach, like the sizzling of the yeah. fish, like the water. Yeah. I could just, I can just imagine, like, yeah, everything. I love that passage, bro. It is cool. Because it's so, like, yeah, I mean, imagine, I mean, you know, Jesus could have easily turned away, but, like, Peter could have, like, nah, I'm I'm just going to fish, you know. I screwed screwed up. I denied you. I I ran away. I'm just going to be over here. Sorry. But, yeah, you know, he went. I mean, and then it's, like, (laughs) when you're fishing, bro, like, it's hard to stop. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. Most, like you're exactly. fishing, it's like, hey, it's time to go. Let's yeah. go. Like, and you're, you're like, all right, one more. Right. You know, like, right. Okay, but like, t- talk about a talk about a trauma. Like, you know, seeing this man you had followed for all these years, like seeing him, you know, crucified and put to death and suffering. Like, man, mm, yeah, that would be that would be majorly traumatic. So, yeah, wow, yeah. cool. So one more uh, suggestion or coping mechanism is uh, like regulating your nervous system. So like helping yourself uh, with some simple techniques like staying calm in the moment. So just like taking deep breaths, you know, if you start, like I was saying, if you start losing your breath or getting anxious, like, you know, just let that be a reminder to to slow down, mm. to take a deep breath, yeah. you know, because that you know when we when we're anxious you know we, it, yeah our breathing can get very shallow and then that cuts out a lot of the oxygen into our body and like once we take those deep breaths it's like the body again you know, it's like a natural calming mechanism so and then there's yeah. like uh different like sensory inputs so uh it talks about like uh petting an animal you know a lot oftentimes like especially petting a dog or a cat even can like you know, they're soft and they're very, you know, docile and that can kind of calm you down or, you know, listening to some classical music. Like I know, uh, I don't, I haven't done it as much lately, but, uh, a lot of times driving around Denver, Colorado can be pretty stressful. Like I just feel like everybody's in a hurry here and like, there's a lot of traffic and you can just, when you're at a dead stop on the interstate, you know, <laughs> can be pretty frustrating. Yeah. And so like, I like to put on the classical music for for those moments. Um, yeah, and just staying grounded, like, um, 
you know, taking your shoes off and walking on the cool grass or, um, you know, taking a swim somewhere to just get your, you know, to get your body that whole sensation of, of cool and clean, you know, so just some of those like, uh, sensory nervous system things that we can do to calm down. Yeah. It reminds me of, and I was, I was talking about this with, um, some of the RCIA groups, because my ministry this summer is RCIA, and we were talking about uh, just prayer and, like, um, specifically contemplation, mm. uh, where, you know, that's that's really what it, what it, what you're doing in contemplation, you know, like you're focusing on uh, Jesus, focusing on or meditating on Jesus Christ, on the Lord God present. Mm in your life here and now, you know, and I think that's a, that's a big key of, uh, like, what is it? Regulating your, your, your nervous system. Is that nervous what the system, point yeah. was? Yep. Yeah. It's just kind of, you know, calling to mind, you know, Christ in that moment, calling to mind, uh, the Lord in that suffering and, um, you know, breathing, for example, mm-hmm. like, you know, that's that's a part of prayer too, you know. Um, yeah, and that like, I think the church fathers would say like, you know, remain in the in the um, the sacrament of of God's presence, you know, and that's what they yeah. call. It's like the sacrament of of the moment where God is present, His grace is present, um, in in every moment, and mm-hmm. you know we're able to 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 slow down in that, you know. And I, I was thinking of like my favorite Psalm forty six ten when it basically says, "Be still, like slow mm. down." You know, our lives yeah. like we're so busy, be man. Still. You know, yeah. like, we're, be still and know that I'm God. You know, and I think that's mm-hmm. a big part of sort of calming down and you know, and then yeah, and 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 just reading the Psalms too. They're so rich and all those sensory things, bro. Mm-hmm. You know? uh, like yeah, to pick example, it up your favorite book and. Yeah, yeah, picking up your favorite book, holding your favorite the- Bible, flipping through the pages. Yeah, those things can be very calming. Yeah. Yeah, I think I read something too. Uh it was like a like a guardian of the senses, you know? So that's kind of what what contemplation can be or is. It's like, you know, you you don't you don't read, you know, you don't move, you know, you don't listen to any extra sounds, you know, you don't you know, maybe you're touching your, you know, your hands are on your uh, legs or maybe on a chair, but it's a very like, uh, you know, and, you, and you, you can kind of shut down a lot of those outside senses so that you can go inside, you know, to the presence of God within you and to the spirit speaking within you. So, yeah, that's definitely yeah. one way to talk. I mean, obviously, we would focus more on the spiritual and uh, theological benefits of contemplation, but. I mean, there's a lot right. of even like biological studies that have proven, you know, the the powers of med, you know, meditation or contemplation. They would call it that. Just those those kind of natural biological effects that it has at the same time. So yeah, it's very good for us in in multiple ways. Mm-hmm. And then just another tip, you know, the last one um, for getting through, you know, a stressful time or a trauma or a stressful situation is uh, just to take care of your health. You know, it can be natural to, uh, you know, if we're in stressful times to 
stay up late and get up early and try and get lots of things done. But, you know, that can just, (laughs) I know me too, bro. That can just put more stress on us and make things harder. So, you know, trying to get those sleep that we need, um, not being afraid to take naps, you know, if we need them to to rest and and refuel, rejuvenate, you know, avoiding harmful substances, alcohol, too much alcohol and drugs, um, trying to eat well, trying to eat a balanced meal. And then just going through those other like uh, de-stressing techniques that we talked about. Um, I know one of my favorite ways to deal with stress is to like raid the refrigerator about 10 or 11 o'clock at night. Ooh, bro, Especially get those. that ice cream. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we had a couple. Well, last week was Brother Vittorio's birthday. So there was like two big cakes for him. And then this bro, week we was, go ham on the birthdays. Oh. Right. <laughs> this, week was, uh, birthdays man. this week was Jose's birthday. So like two cakes showed up for him. And then St. Francis Friary gave us a cake. So yeah, yeah that can be, that's a, that, <laughs> big parties. That's a de- yeah, that's a de-stressing uh, go-to for me. But like, you know, there's a lot of, there can be joy in uh celebrating you know with a dessert and spending time with the brothers but like yeah at 10 or 10 30 at night like eating a big bowl of cake like just doesn't make me feel better at night or in the morning the relief is so temporary so yeah i've been uh you know trying to become more temperate and uh you know practicing that virtue of, of temperance you know around the sweets and desserts and um, yeah, those things just kind of all add up to like healthy, bo- healthy body, healthy mind, healthy spirit. Oh, for sure. So, yeah. And I guess along those yeah. lines too, like spiritual health, you know, in terms of staying close mm-hmm. to the sacraments, you know, staying close to, mm-hmm. you know, Amen. specifically confession, you know, having that, that healing effect on us. Jesus Christ is a divine healer, you know? And so the divine doctor. The divine librarian, Amen. I like to say, no. Yes. But yeah, man, you know. <laughs> you got to tell them where it hurts. So. That's right. That's true. And it's like Absolutely. just, and I think a big one too that oftentimes gets overlooked is spiritual direction, you know, like having a good mm-hmm. spiritual director mm-hmm. that you can go to and that you can talk Preach. with. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because he, and he, he's going to be the one to guide you along the spiritual life, you know, um, mm-hmm. and give you a sense of healing, you know. So, definitely yeah sense of god's presence and action in your life yeah that's right man well, great man yeah so hopefully uh any of our listeners if you're going through any difficult times or if you know anybody who's uh you know dealing with a lot right now uh hopefully this can help them out or you can direct them uh to some other places you know to help with trauma and to help with coping uh proper coping mechanisms because we can easily fall into the unhealthy improper coping mechanisms yeah yeah it'd be easy to fall back into that but yeah and the reality is like man yeah. we're, it, there's there's a lot of trauma going on like our country's in sort of a state of trauma mm. um man yeah sports is in trauma like everything's so different now mm. you know there's just a lot of trauma yeah. going on and i think yeah it's it's important to practice the human and spiritual coping mechanisms yeah. to kind of get over some of that. Yeah. Yeah. Stay healthy. Cause when we're healthy, you know, then we can help others through their hard times and yeah, it can all build up a better 
uh, place and support the kingdom of God. That's right, man. Well, what do you what do you want to do, brother Vinny? You want to wrap up with some shout outs? Let's wrap up with some shout outs, man. Let's wrap it up with some shout outs. But but yeah, man. Speaking of uh, trauma, I just want to give a shout out um, to the family of Chris Gonzalez. He's a friend of mine uh, back in high school. Who I I learned that he he passed away um, this morning, like mm-hmm. in a car accident, and he left his uh, wife behind his daughter. And, and I think he had a, a baby mm. a boy on the way, but mm. yeah, you know, just shout out to them. Yeah. It's tragic. Shout out to them. And yeah, just shout out to anybody who's uh, maybe feels lonely, feels like they're suffering, feels like they are alone in the world and inadequate. Uh, we're with you. We're praying for you and God, God's with you. And, 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 God's the divine healer. Remember that. So. Amen. Amen. I want to give a shout out to uh, our brother, uh, Ben Colucci, who passed away today. Uh, RIP, rest in peace. Brother Ben, we'll be praying for you. Uh, you were an inspiration uh, earlier on. Uh, you are one of the first friars to write me a letter and just uh, get to know you. Uh, during your time in Victoria, it's always been inspiring. And I want to give a shout out to uh, Lisa and Kevin Cotter. Uh, I go way back with the Cotters uh, to Camp Tekawitha in the Kansas City, Kansas Archdiocese. And they, Kevin worked for, I think, about 10 years for Focus here in Denver. And now he's working with uh, Amazing Parish here in Colorado. And I got to, I haven't seen Kevin yet. So, if you if you want to come around, Kevin, I'd love to see you. But I got to see his amazing yeah, come wife, around, Kev. Uh, Lisa and a couple of their, <laughs> yeah, a couple of their children the other day. And man, yeah, I hadn't seen Lisa in person. Gosh, ten, oh, well, man. fifteen years or something. It's been quite some time. Okay. So uh, yeah, they're kind of uh, on their way up to in the Catholic speaking world. I think they were speakers at a recent uh, Catholic ma- online Catholic marriage conference. And uh, yeah, just shout out to them and their kids. It was great to see you. Thanks for the, they made us, <laughs> speaking of treats, they made us some uh, zucchini bread and some chocolate Ooh, chip cookies. Oh, no, my favorite zucchini something bread. Else. So, <laughs> so it was really good. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's what I got. That's Thanks right, for tuning man, in, y'all. It. All right, man. Ladies Peace and gentlemen. All good. And uh, I'm going to give a shout out for, stay tuned for our next episode. We'll be doing our one year anniversary. That's right, one year. Uh, next Saturday night. So that's right. We got some special plans. We'll be so. we'll be popping the we'll be popping the champagne corks and no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, we'll, oh, be, we'll be eating ice cream so. and all this. No. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good, right? That's yeah, funny. we'll be praying because it'll be the the transitus of Saint Francis. So it'll thanks everybody. We love you. We love you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, checking out. Thanks for listening once again to the Brotherhood. We're checking out. Peace. God bless. <laughs>